0: Welcome to the Zen Stoic Path, where we share a modern take on timeless wisdom to help you develop unshakable inner peace so that you can live a liberated life. I'm your host, Victor Pirantoni, and the co-founder and head liberation coach. Be sure to follow me on social at victor.liberatedlife for daily content. Let's get into the show. So we're going to be continuing on this theme of the obstacles the way because this is an incredibly important topic and this episode specifically is about how this actually worked with a client in real time that I was coaching. Over text message. And it was very, very interesting how this whole thing came to be. So we talked about the obstacles the way and how we are projecting obstacles into our reality anytime that we set goals for the purpose of setting ourselves free. This is why the obstacle is the way is because we call them into being for our own sovereignty, for our own sake of liberation. As when an obstacle comes into our path we have the opportunity to either allow the obstacle to define us and to stay in the effect of our lives, in other words, always waiting for permission to be who we are, to have what we want, or we get to be at cause and make a choice to allow our sovereignty to set us free a little more each time. And this episode specifically is about how this concept, because I've been talking about it, but how this concept actually worked for a client in a massive way like the results were insane. So so I wanted to share this story because it was actually really crazy how everything came together and how just changing the mindset around the way that we view obstacles can really affect the way that we perform in life, the way that the, the type of results that we get. So this episode is specifically about that. And and as you listen to this, maybe you realize that there are some areas in your life where perhaps you are speaking upon yourself limitations that you didn't even realize that were just part of your normal everyday dialogue. And this episode is here to unravel the limitations that we speak on ourselves in the face of obstacles. So I'm gonna start the story from the beginning. <laughs> and how it all came to be. I'll preface it by saying recently I've been working a lot with chronic pain, tension, tightness, or dullness that people experience. In other words, any kind of loss of sensation or extreme sensations of tightness, dullness, or even pain that people have been experiencing and have gotten used to as like a normal thing that they just accept about themselves. So the reason why I've been working with this is because when I was able to heal my herniated disc. It was this huge revelation of emotion that I had basically held down, never allowed myself to feel, that actually allowed me to do the healing. In other words, the way that we can look at chronic pain is that chronic pain is not just a physical thing, chronic pain is chronic dissociation from emotion. In other words, we're, our bodies are able to heal the pain of injuries that we've had in the past. And You've seen this all the time with people who have gotten in car accidents who are, or who have had injuries where one part of their body gets significantly injured. Let's say like in a car accident, their back is really injured, but their neck, you know, kind of suffers a little bit like of a mild trauma and they're able to heal their back, but... For some reason, even years later, their neck still is in pain and there's a chronic pain to it. This happens all the time with people with their injuries. You may even recount some of your own where you suffered something minor and yet it still hurts today or there's still tightness in your body today. So this actually was happening with one of my clients where he used to run marathons over a decade ago and to this day, his feet still hurt from the last marathon that he did. Now, this is really, really interesting because what I found is that with chronic pain, it has a lot to show us. It has a lot to show us in terms of our emotions, things that we've held down from ourselves. And I've been doing this with clients for a while now and have just recently decided to make this a standalone service where my guarantee is basically we get rid of the pain in a single session or you pay nothing, right? You get your money back kind of thing. So... I had proposed this session to a few people, a few clients that I had locally, like people that I knew that were within driving distance of me, right? So I could actually see them in person and do this, although it can be done virtually as well. But the point is, I, he told me about this pain that he was having I was, I was as I was telling him certain stories about how you know every client that I've worked with pain so far has released the pain in a single session and it never came back. And it came with a lot of significant emotional and mindset breakthroughs that were just game-changing for them. So I told him about this. Obviously, he was intrigued. So I basically said, all right, this is what the session costs. Um, I'm doing it for a lower price right now because... You know, I'm just kind of testing it out, but it's going to be X price afterwards. So basically he decided he's going to do it. And this guy is in sales right now. So his, the income that he makes is completely contingent upon the sales that he makes, right? It's all commission based. So I see him at Starbucks one day (laughs) and I'm just sitting there doing some work, outlining a podcast and he comes up to me and we start talking and then we schedule his session and about a week later, which is like a few days ago at the time of this recording, he's saying, Hey, man, um, I'm, I'm not going to be able to do this session. I didn't get any sales this week. So I'm broke for the rest of the week. So I thought this was a really interesting message for a few reasons. Number one, this is almost every time to be expected that anytime somebody sets a goal, anytime somebody wants to achieve or change something significant, for example, like chronic pain there will be obstacles that show up. This is to be expected. It's not to be surprised or shocked by. So I basically answered him with the following. I said, hey, this is great news, and I mean that genuinely. In an interesting way, this coaching process of this change that you want to make has already begun. There's a few presuppositions in what you just wrote me to examine here. And him and I have this rapport. We have this relationship where I lovingly and respectfully call him out on his stuff and he's open to it. And it's always for the purpose of helping him set himself free just a little more. So I said, there's a few presuppositions to examine here and what you've said. One of them is that the money that you need can only come from being paid next week or closing a deal in the context of what you're focusing on. So in the context of this, this job that he has. And I said, the other part is a statement of I'm broke for a bit longer, which is the exact quote that he said. And I told him after this, I said, be mindful Of what you say to yourself because you'll make that shit true right perception is projection what you say to yourself the words that you use they do not describe your reality they determine it we speak these things into existence so be mindful of what you speak to yourself and then i then i had said to him remember anytime you set a goal in this case to free yourself from the pain of your feet You will unconsciously call in obstacles that try to inhibit you. This is to be expected. You'll get to choose to allow if the obstacle is going to define your reality or if you're going to define the obstacle by overcoming it. So this was really important because what it did is it challenged the current belief that he had that he wasn't going to be able to do this session because this distraction, this resistance or this obstacle has gotten in his way. So... He wrote back to me. He's like, nice catch. (laughs) He goes, your wisdom is like cold water in 109 Texas Thursday, which that was a lovely compliment. Thank you. (laughs) So then he realized, he said, he's like, wow, that's horrible. That's horrible shit to say to myself. I'm casting a spell on myself. Damn. I've been doing this for so long. I think since forever. I learned it from my parents. It's literally their words. So what's really interesting is a lot of the time in the face of an obstacle, we allow the obstacle to define us not even by our own words, but by the words that somebody else has told us throughout our lives. This is really important to catch when you become aware of it. So he's been on this kick lately, and and I, and I'll, I'll talk about this in this episode as well, of this idea of omens. Now, omens are not necessarily something that we need to look at with superstition per se. The way that we can look at omens is very much like these obstacles. They're projections that we put into our reality. So an omen or a thing that we encounter in our reality doesn't have any significance by itself or automatically. The significance is that we notice it and it causes some kind of an emotional reaction. Obstacles are going to cause the emotional reaction of unpleasant or negative emotions to appear. Whereas sometimes omens, like good omens or lucky omens, will cause us to feel good. They'll cause a, a good feeling. And this can serve as like a positive reinforcement. So we can look at the other side of obstacles. So. When we set a goal, we don't just project obstacles into our environment, but we project lucky omens, we'll call them, for the sake of this episode. Now, again, they're not automatically or inherently lucky by themselves. It is our emotional reaction that creates them. So when we project things into our reality, remember something. We're using the RAS or the reticular activating system of our brain, which determines what we notice and what is important in our lives. So when we set a goal... The obstacles and the lucky omens are just as important as one another. The obstacles show you where you're not free. The lucky omens give you an opportunity to positively reinforce yourself with the emotion that's generated along the path towards the goal. But again, they don't mean anything until you make them mean something. The fact that you notice them is an indication that you have projected them into your reality. You've projected them for a reason. Maybe it's to set yourself free. Maybe it's to reinforce yourself on the way. That part is completely up to you and how you receive that. So He sends me a picture like a few minutes later. So going back to the text conversation, he sends me a picture a few minutes later of a book. And the cover says what to say when you talk to yourself. And he's like, fucking omens. He's like, ask me how I just stumbled upon this book now. So we're talking about his self-talk and then he stumbles on this book. And... The thing that I I reminded him here is every obstacle, sign, shortcut that you might be tempted by in your reality, every synchronicity or coincidence that you might see, you can look at as an external projection of what you have going on internally, what you believe. If you believe that you can't do something, you're going to find evidence in the reality. You're going to find evidence in your obstacles that prove that to you and that confirm that belief. The idea here is that you only notice in the world what exists in you already. So he went on to say that this was frightening. <laughs> this was kind of scaring him in a good way. He's, he's starting to realize that th- he's starting to, to become in tune with his environment. Your internal and external world, the separation between them is oftentimes an illusion. What's going on in our external world and our internal world is this feedback loop of communication that we can tap into with integral awareness, which is something that we talked about on the Zen Stoic rendition of the Eightfold Path, which I will be doing some more episodes on that coming up um, because there has been some expansion on some of that content. So integral awareness is to obviously be aware of yourself, your own emotions, to have the sense of mindfulness, but it's also to be aware of the environment and what the environment's telling you. It's to be aware of the feedback that you're getting. And obstacles and lucky omens those are a form of feedback that we get anytime we set a goal, anytime we set a path. So we want to be able to pay attention to these as they're very important for understanding ourselves a little better. It's especially with how we react to things, what triggers us emotionally, whether for positive or for negative. The conversation went on and basically we got to this point where, let's see. So the conversation went on and he seemed to be a little bit frightened by this concept of how the external reality is a reflection of the internal because he's like, I start thinking things and then they, they happen like 10 minutes later. And what I reminded him of, and I'll remind everyone listening to this, is that when things happen in your external reality that have been going on in your head, so to speak, or like, in other words, things coming to pass that you've been thinking about, You want to keep in mind that this is actually, these projections are coming from a place of self-love. They're coming from a place of personal sovereignty and giving you an opportunity to open your awareness just a little more when it comes to your sovereignty, when it comes to your ability to be free. So we really want to keep this in mind because it is an important aspect of this whole thing is to remember that your obstacles, the things that you call in your challenges, they have more to give you than they do to take away the projections of them is coming from a place of self-love. You're not trying to hurt yourself by doing this. You're trying to set yourself free. When these come in, it's not to say to yourself like, it's not to beat yourself up for the challenges that are coming into your life or saying like, oh, I, I law of attraction these in and, and you know, poor me kind of thing. No. See each obstacle, each challenge as an opportunity to set yourself free a little more. When you do that, you'll notice that you start to look at the obstacles and the challenges for what they have to give to you rather than what they have to take away. So I reminded him of this. I said, this is coming from a place of self-love, of benevolence for yourself from a higher place, from an unconscious place. And it comes with this knowing of what is best for you. And everybody knows that inherently, but we don't always know it consciously. So it, it, it exists within us. And the more in touch we become with our unconscious mind, the more awareness that we, we give to ourselves, the easier it's going to be to see these things and to notice them and to act upon them when they do come up. So there's a great Epictetus quote when it comes to this idea of omens. And he says, when a raven croaks as a bad omen, don't be carried away by the appearance. Instead, distinguish directly for yourself and say, none of these things are marked for me, but either for my body, for my property, for my opinions, for my children, or for my wife. For me, everything is marked as a good omen. If only I want it. Because whatever of these things arises, it is up to me to benefit from it. So the idea here is when you experience obstacles or when you experience omens, it is up to you to determine whether or not you're going to use them to your benefit. The omen is lucky because you decide that it's lucky. The omen is bad because you decide that it's bad. You have ultimate sovereignty. You have the ability to choose here. So when these things come up, you get to choose. So going back to the story of this client, a little bit later in the day, I went to call him to check in and he didn't answer. So I left him a voice note letting him know this idea of, You know, this is coming from a place of self-love. And he wrote back, Thank you so much. That 82 seconds definitely changed my life. Appreciate the balance of the universe. I didn't accept your call because I was coaching a student on changing his thinking around his current blockages, and you were doing the same for me. I'm grateful for the universe's reciprocity today. So on that phone call, what he uncovered was an actual opportunity with this student by helping him overcome his obstacles that brought in $4,000 in a sale that he had made. So he went from... I'm broke this week. I haven't made any sales thinking that it had to come from this one thing. And because he faced this obstacle and he treated it as a lucky omen or an opportunity to set himself free, he was actually able to bring in $4,000 that he didn't realize even existed. But that's not all that happened. A few hours later, he texts me, he says, Dude, this is crazy. I'm literally thinking of this just now and it happened like 10 minutes later. It's like the universe is bending to my will and feels very much like Thanos. My colleague just texted me on a deal with an update indicating that it grew by 6K and will be ready to harvest next week. So in other words, he's gonna make another amount of commission on the 6K. So he's brought in close to $10,000 just by changing the way he was thinking about this and adjusting his actions accordingly. He chose to be at cause in the face of the obstacle. Instead of running away from the obstacle and allowing it to define him, he chose to look at it as the opportunity, as to be expected. And this is what I mean when I say the obstacle is the way. They will come up. It is up to you to look at them and to define them on your own. Instead of being broke this week, he brought in more money than he even realized possible, and it was money that he believed initially at the beginning of the day didn't exist and wasn't possible to bring in. When we set an intention, we must let go of attachment to form. I'll give you the question that I gave him that actually resulted in another big opportunity aside from that you know, close to 10K of revenue that came in, which was, what would it be like if you thought of a massive unexpected injection of financial increase that would positively impact the quality of your life in a noticeable way? and then let go of form in which it comes into your life. So, I would suggest anybody listening, if that's of interest to you, ask yourself that question, and then let go of form of how it comes in. We are only bound by the way that we describe our reality to ourselves. Every obstacle, every omen is an opportunity to set ourselves free to pursue a little further on the path that we've set for ourselves. So we'll finish this episode with a Paulo Coelho quote, which is, Omens are a language like the alphabet we develop to speak the world's soul or the universe's or God's, whatever name you want to give it. Like an alphabet, it is individual. You only learn it by making mistakes and that keeps you from globalizing the spirit quest. Omens are the individual language in which God talks to you. My omens are not your omens. So remember, every omen, every obstacle is yours and yours alone based on how you choose to interpret it. Allow these to be opportunities to set yourself free a little more. You never know what you might bring in simply by changing the way that you look at things. Be mindful of what you speak of yourself because you will make it true. I hope you enjoyed this episode. It is my mission to help as many people as possible to live a liberated life with unshakable inner peace through the content on this podcast. Subscribe to this channel with notifications on to be notified daily whenever we share a new episode.